0: What is happening fellow fantasy GM's, I am JJ Wang, he is the Bearded One DJ Dove, and with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers.
1: JJ Wang, here we go. I'm excited to learn more about rookies today. I need to apologize to Courier Nation, I have two snafus on DJ Dove's side. I just, the week caught up to me. I didn't get out. I promised to get out our top guys. This week I'm going to work on getting our top guys list out to everybody on social media. But also, if, if anybody listened to last week's episode, I put it together backwards. So it starts with the closing and ends with the opening. <laughs> I was Thanks. like, well not I discovered it yesterday.
0: Kind of like that movie Memento. Have you ever seen oh, it? Oh,
1: totally Memento. I almost yeah. bought that. It's on sale this weekend. I almost bought it. I, that's such a That movie messes with my head. But it was a total Memento kind of episode, except the middle wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, so I saw it and I was like, man, should I change it? I said, no one else is going to listen to it because it's week to week kind of stuff. So if you listen to last week's episode and you want to see me mess up, there you go. Good thing you're not paying us to do this. We do have to ask a favor, and I'm asked the favor again towards the end. Anchor has decided that it wants to really support its owner, Spotify. So we have this really professional sounding commercial at the end of our, at the beginning of our uh, podcast, where JJ Wang, what's that? What's that line you have? Like um, the the one that always makes me giggle. That's right, or something like that. Um, oh, God, I, I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's a great opening. But if we can't get up to 100 Spotify followers, they won't let us be a sponsored A sponsor of anchor. So we, we've gotten up, we're up almost 20 this week. So if people can just go in there, you don't have to listen to us on Spotify. Just go in and click follow real quick. Most of our listeners are Apple. That would be awesome. It would help us to um to sound professional. It's not, we're not making any money. Every time you listen, we make a whole penny. So if you really want to know how the hot dog is made, we are pennies upon the pennies, richer. Uh, I we, actually we,
0: know how the hot dog is made. I've actually made hot dogs in my past. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're
1: delicious. It's a dead animal that's cooked. So I'm good, right? Yeah,
0: you're good. We're all good.
1: How many hills of teeth are right there? They're
0: completely healthy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've become a hot dog snob in my old age. I will – like regular hot dogs, like the standard hot dog, I don't like as much. Once you have a beef hot dog?
0: Yeah, I mean I like the I like all-beef all beef hot dogs, but I mean I won't turn down
1: – A free hot dog.
0: <laughs> a, I won't turn down a hot dog at a cookout just because it's not all beef. I will definitely devour that hot dog as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll take th- I'll take a hamburger or any slab of meat. Hot dogs probably my it would probably be my lowest seated barbecue. Food.
0: I, I'd have to disagree. Probably, really? Well, I, I, at a cook well when you say yeah at a cookout, I'd rather have a hot dog because throughout the year I eat less hot dogs than any other food that would be at a traditional cookout. So I feel like when I go to a cookout, I'm like, all right, this is one of my days where I can eat as many hot dogs as I want to, you know, and then they'll last me to the next cookout where i can eat again as many hot dogs as i want to because i make hamburgers all the time chicken all the and time
1: and they're pretty awesome <laughs>
0: yeah you know so, i mean the grilled hot dog i mean uh, not nothing there's nothing uh, they're real good man
1: I, I need to get we need to we need to do it. you know we always talk about a real american hero every fourth of july our, our, our boy joey joey chestnut our hero i have always uh, wanted to see how many hot dogs and buns i could eat and me, I and
0: my, me you know um devil's grin from trust the process. Uh um, yeah. we've ta- we've talked about that in the past, you know, getting together and a- attempting it, but it just never came through. Most likely oh, because you don't want to be the guy that I'm not the guy that's in charge of things that gets things done. That's not what I do. I'm a procrastinator, um I guess you could say. But I mean, we've talked about it. I think it would be enjoyable to try just to yeah. see how many I could get down.
1: I think we, we, that sounds like we should have a trust the process draft and then we see how many hot dogs we can eat. And then we puke our brains up and just go home.
0: I mean, I've, i, 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 know what I <laughs> I'd probably try it. I'm, i I'd, I'd probably have to get, I want to go. try
1: it once. Like, I think the over under on probably most normal humans is about 10. Cause yeah, the it'd buns be tough. are, the problem. You,
0: if you, if you can get, if you can get double digit hot dogs, you've got my respect.
1: Yeah. They, the, the bun is where it's going to catch up. But I guess this isn't a food Dog uh, show, and you're all here because you want to hear about football. You're here because you love football. If you're listening to us, we're not we're not the fantasy footballers. We're not DT the DTC calculator. We're not DLF. We are. Better actually. We're the Fantasy Couriers. We don't take your money. We're just here because we like you. We want to talk about football, and really, we have no other friends to talk football with. So we talk to each other on here, and this is how we do it. We go back and forth a lot of times. I love, and I hear other shows do it some too as well. We talk some before the show, but some of the stuff that pops up here really does pop up here for the first time with us, which makes it kind of fun. So, uh, if you want to hit us up, Twitter, Fantasy couriers, email the Fantasy couriers at gmail Pop us in on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you see us. YouTube comments. I think we got it. We got. Some some likes the other week i'm like yeah people liking us the website's <laughs> been sort of middling right now but i'm getting back on it
0: oh uh, yeah i mean it's like i said i would i would love to help you out more with it but
1: yeah i need to do day, my man. own d- dynasty yeah. rankings is, is my next thing i gotta do it's just right now i had i finished writing a play for school on friday i gotta assign kids parts and get started and i'm just doing too many things and i'm it's getting ready to play taxicab
0: yeah it's a lot you I mean you got a lot of stuff going on man
1: it's rocking but I did get professional if you're watching the YouTube video I got a new um a new arm there that's popping up. My, I got a little stra- thing and hooked my microphone up. So I, I feel like a pro this week. I feel, I feel like
0: we're going in opposite directions. you are going <laughs> to the top. I'm, I'm going my way back down to the bottom.
1: I'm researching for you. I found a couple of things. Um, so we've been talking about our top guys. My top guy, Shock of the World, was Tua. His top guy, Shock of the World, was CD Lamb. We both stayed with our our current favorite team and our former sword is still kind of not really the favorite <laughs> team. Um, and they're going to change and we'll probably do like a once a month checkup. But we wanted to just hit on a few guys. And if you don't see our top 10 guys, that's what I want to post this week. I'll try to get it up somewhere on social media. And if not, heckle me. I want to see who's listening and be like, DJ Dove, dude, you're slacking. I might have some time this week, uh, mid to late week or Monday. Oh, golly. I don't know when I'll do it. It'll probably be Thursday. But anyway, I'll get something up there for you guys. Thinking, I'm thinking about taking my son to see Ant-Man after we record this today. So we... um. We're going to talk about each of us have a couple guys that are on the cusp, guys that could very easily become our top guys and replace guys that are on our list. And maybe in a month or two, they might jump in there. Or maybe in a month or two, well, these guys will be like someone will come trade it in and take away their part. So, J.J. Wing, I, I like your guy. He's, I have him. I actually traded him in one league and I have him in another league. He was my one of my favorite players coming out last year. Tell us about your guy, your first guy.
0: Yeah, so, so I went with two wide receivers. The first one's going to be Drake London. Um, like, did have a great season. Started to come on a little bit at the end. Played a little better the last eight. I don't not, not a lot better, but a little better. But the passing attack isn't great. If They have Desmond Ritter. The question is, will they bring in um a a, a better quarterback or are they going to stick with Ritter? I mean, there's several free agent options. Um, if they bring in a, a quarterback that can throw the ball a little better, I mean, chances are good. Um, London's value could only go up is everything is only going to go up with better quarterback play. Uh, they're still going to run the ball a lot because that's just what Arthur Smith does. But he he will be the number one target. And I think he proved it at times last year. I mean he can he can be that guy. Just the volume isn't there yet.
1: I mean, I'm going to 100% agree and disagree with you at the same point. So I just pulled him up. I knew he he was a target monster. I think getting someone other than Ritter might hurt him. He was getting 12, 11, 9, 8, 8 targets over those last couple of weeks, and he eclipsed 70 yards from uh, the the from from December to the end of the year, every game but one: 95, 70, 95, 47, and 120. So he he's got it there with, and I like Ritter staying there. I think if they should see what they have with the core. And build up other areas because they're not going to win the Super Bowl next year, let's be honest, and then i i I'd be curious to see like i think I think he'd be I think he's better off with Ritter maybe than with somebody else
0: but it's just what kind of targets are they? are they like the short targets that, you know are they are they good tar? Or, you know are they catchable targets? you know stuff like that I mean a, a quarterback that could pass better those eight targets are going to be a little better because they're going to get closer to his his catch rate his catch radius um but I mean I hope they stick with Ritter I mean I like Ritter. Um, i like to see him give him an option, but I feel like if Ritter's there, the throwing volume won't be as if, say, somebody let's like a Derek Carr is there.
1: Yeah, could be that. Uh, I, 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 I never liked Ritter. It's funny how we, we you like Ritter, and I hated Ritter, and now we've sort of...
0: No, I mean, I like Ritter. Ritter I, want him, I, mean, and I, want, I mean, I want him to get his opportunity. I mean, I hope he does well. Um, like I said, I just don't know if that's going to be the case.
1: Yeah, we'll see. So my 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 second one was a combo, and I'm going to leave out the other one, but it was the it was basically Trevor Lawrence and um, Christian Kirk, James T Kirk, for you Star Wars fans, Star Trek. Oh man, I'm losing it today. But um, Trevor Lawrence, gosh, is he on the cusp of becoming a super superstar quarterback?
0: We he better be.
1: You <laughs> better be. I mean, I think he he had a great year last year. He clipped four thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns, and had the picks down. No,
0: well, slow down, slow down. I don't know if that's a great year in today's football. I think that is an okay. I think that's a good I think that's a good year.
1: He had a goodish year last year. Showed yeah, the four, flashes of not what we of what we thought Trevor Lawrence was gonna be. So we saw flashes more than the year before where I think Urban Meyer setting back. Urban Meyer is a terrible coach
0: and we also seen flashes of some awful awful quarterback play.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean against Houston he had 150 yards. So 152 yards, but yes, yeah, so, but he was supposedly the second coming of Tom Brady if not better. His nickname on Pro Football Reference is the prince who was promised. How terrible a good guy. Yeah, but uh, he seems to be that next guy to take the step next year. And in order to do that, the other guy who I was thinking about on the list that I underestimated this year, he was basically my Mendoza line for terrible contracts, was Kirk. And Kirk, Chris Kirk had a great year. But my hesitation is, how's Calvin Ridley going to come back? Is Are they going to re-sign um, oh, Evan Ingram? Will Zay Jones be in there? So if there's if there's four targets plus ETN, who you know is going to get catches, that could diminish what he gets towards, what he was getting towards the end of the year. But Christian Kirk showed why he, Christian Kirk, as far as I'm concerned, earned getting overpaid this year for coming into that situation.
0: I mean, I can't, you gotta say, you can't say he's overpaid anymore. You kind of gotta say you got good value for Christian Kirk, right? So now you got him for what, 18 million a year. I think he obviously performed bad. If he was going into contract this year, he definitely get paid more than that like he performed really well I like him going into it um like you said the more weapons that come along are obviously gonna hurt him uh Calvin Ridley is like a big weapon, but you would think if they get better he's gonna end up throwing more you gotta think that he should he should be in the range of forty six forty seven hundred yards and thirty three thirty five touchdowns I think that's where he should be well that's my expectation yeah. that might be high but I mean what would What what'd you call him? What was his nickname? I
1: got to go back to it. it was the, uh, the the prince who was promised?
0: Yeah, that's self, yeah the prince that was promised. He should have been doing this, you know, when he first came in. But yeah, i I like them both. I think they're I think they're both will be better. Um, I mean, he he but, had
1: five games in the hundreds. That's not great. You're, yeah, uh, not you're convincing me to not, change my mind there.
0: He did not play well. I mean, there was games where he did not play well. So I mean, I, you got to hope it's, it gets better than this.
1: My other guy who I have on here I was in love with. I was enamored with him before the season and I, I had him almost everywhere and then with the then he got hurt towards the end of the year and that was Damian Pierce. And he was in a terrible situation. I mean, other than Davis Mills, you know, the greatest quarterback in the history of the world, uh, who right. looks like my brother. Uh Damian Pierce really showed – he showed that some of those – because when I was pulling were some old PFF um, – uh, I forget what the stat was that they had. They had him as the highest rated on one of their analysis of running backs. He just didn't get drafted high. The capital wasn't there. But he, he looked great from the get-go. The first week, not as – he didn't get the totes, but then he started getting the totes. And once he got the ball in that cruddy Houston team, he was – he looked like a legit running back. He had two dud weeks just weirdly with that 10-5 and five carry uh, versus Washington and Miami. I mean, we know why it was against Miami because they're just like the best team in the NFL, but with a terrible defense. I mean, their defense wasn't great. Um, Washington's defense is better than Miami's, so he had those two bad weeks, and then he had two back to normal. Uh, for a running back and get about, for an average running back, 75 yards and a touch, that would be considered a good running back week. And that's essentially what he was doing. He was 939 yards and four touchdowns on that cruddy team. Now, if they pick up, so they pick up some players this year, maybe they get better quarterback play. Depending upon whether they go, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to go with a rookie, unless they decide to do something weird. But it can't be worse for him, can it?
0: I don't think it could be worse. But I, I think they'll probably bring in more competition. I don't think I think they'll bring in more guys. I don't think it's just going to be him and whoever else they got. Um, I don't think he's going to get all the carries. Um, so, depending on who they bring in, they're going to probably split. So, I mean, I like Damien Pierce. I see him more as like that twentieth ranked running back type. He'll have some big games, but like I said, I think he's like that seventy yards and, and a touchdown guy, which is completely fine. Definitely need that in in the NFL. I mean, you are going to start that. You are going to start Damien Pierce every week until further notified.
1: Yeah, so are you telling me I should try to sell him while he's got a little bit of a look like he was that hotness of a rookie, even though he ended in injured? Because I think he's still fairly high on radars.
0: Yeah, I mean, people know him now. You might get a little more, a little more for him, but like he's a running back, so he just don't. It's it's just tough. I mean, people are risk scared, and the last and the last kind of memory of Pierce was a kind of like at the end of the season. He was kind of like injury riddled. Yep. So, I mean, that was that was an issue too. You don't want to end your season on an injury because that's kind of what people remember the most. I how want your
1: to end it. I'd love for them to come out and go, "Hey, he had a little injury, but it was that thing where we didn't want it to get worse, and we knew we were terrible. And if we'd have lost that last game, we'd have the first pick. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that, that kind of a deal. You know, but I don't think they ever will. So he'll be mired, right? right? right. I like yeah, your guy. Sir. Talk about it, my
0: guys. I can't believe I'm at this point in my life. This is where I'm coming to where I'm I'm putting a Washington commander as my guy. just just sounds so weird to say. But I'm gonna go with Jahan Dotson here. Uh so he started out his rookie season on fire, a lot of touchdowns. Wasn't he a lot of yards, but a lot of touchdowns. Got injured. He came back, scored more touchdowns. He was making big plays. He's got Terry McLaurin on the other side, so he's not gonna be the number one guy. Um uh, he got Curtis Samuel, but Still think Jahan Dotson is the definite number two. They just brought in Eric B into me, so maybe he can open up the offense a little more. He is coming from Andy Reid quarterback. Is- quarterback is a problem. We don't know what we're going to do yet. Or I'm not. I shouldn't say we. I haven't. i have gotten no involvement in this we all. Virginia
1: boys, we know. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, they got Sam. Sam How probably get first crack at it, and if he plays well in training camp, he'll keep the job. But maybe they bring in somebody like. Derek Carr, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Who knows something crazy like that? I mean, it is the commander. Aaron
1: Rodgers, you're shooting for the moon.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it is the commanders. We just never know. Now, they are in the process of selling the team, so no big moves may be made. Uh, so I think they might just stick with Hal, maybe bring in a veteran guy to back him up just in case. So I think John Dotson is... If the like I said, the offense is gonna to have to get better. I think B and will make that happen. The defense is good. So they'll be in games. Though they won't be a far, far uh, too far ahead will they have to, you know, run the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think Jahan Doss is good enough to be making plays with Terry McLaurin on the other side. I think thousand yard um, you know, seven eight touchdown season is definitely in the in the bag. Not in the bag. I shouldn't say in the bag, but oh, you know, I, it's possible. It's, it's-
1: it's still in this in this NFL. I don't know why more teams don't have two thousand yard receivers. Like it just if, if the quarterback, if Trevor Lawrence had you know what you call an okay year and he threw for four thousand yards with his eyes shut, yeah. you know with with a couple hundred yard games, then there should be a couple. Of th- he's not throwing to thirty two guys. There's usually 100. about five or six receivers. So, thousand yards, totally capable. I mean, he could he could be like that. That stat line of like an old receiver, you know, like eight hundred to a thousand yards and twelve yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Kind of deal where you're bank, he's basically a tight end, a tight end at receiver as far as his stat line will look like. And I mean, he showed flashes there. I mean, the only team that really totally handcuffed him was the Atlanta Falcons with their stellar secondary holding him to zero yards. Um, so on one target, but yeah, I mean, he had some some great games, some breakout games. I'd, I have no problem with. I, I I like him, and he could sneak up there. And I think I see if you look at our, our teams, you you seem to be more receiver heavy. And I'm more running back heavy, which is kind of interesting to look at our top guys.
0: Yeah, I think running running backs, I don't know. I'm just not a huge running back fan
1: at the moment. Well, all mine are dart throws. Like mine, literally, I could take every single – in about a month and two months when they have the draft, I could take every single running back I have on their off because it could be like, okay, the Eagles just drafted Bijan because he was right there. Pacheco, they just drafted – they re-signed McKinnon and drafted another running back and said Hilaire is going to get part of it. Boom, that pops them out like no tomorrow. Javante probably will stay on there because I love Javante Williams. But – but yeah, so we'll talk more about top guys probably like once a month. That's that's our hit there. You'll see our, our pictures. I might even put the on the cusp of guys at the bottom of each of our photos. But now it's our we're getting ready for the combine. That should be this week. Is that correct? You're the twenty eighth, I believe. Fan. 28. 28. So it's this week coming up, and we're JJ Wang is going to guide us through the couple more guys. A draft site I found. If you all want to look at where sort of I'm pulling stuff when we talk from is NFLDraftBuzz.com. I don't know who they are. I've never heard of them. I found them last week <laughs> while recording, but I really like the site. It's someone's some work on here. You can agree, disagree, but if nothing else, you can just see who these guys are and a little bit of their um, numbers on there, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So the first guy I'm going to go with here is the guy that you were happy about last week. We didn't bring up. Um, yeah, um, that's, that's Hinton Hooker. Um, so he's 25 years old, a little older, um, 6'4", 210, so he's a big dude. Um, first two years, he went to Virginia Tech, so that's that's something cool right there for us. You know, it's right down the road, not right down the road, but Michael full way. Yeah, but um, didn't play well, transferred to Tennessee to a more wide-open offense, and then he just kind of exploded and, you know, 3,100 yards, 37 touchdowns. It's, you know, crazy. He's got the big arm that uh, was having a great year this past year. probably at the top for the Heisman. Yeah. Um, tore his ACL, and, you know, of course, that's going to ruin everything that late. Um, it's going to hurt – you know, not going to be able to be at the combine. Um, but the upside is there. Uh, like you say, he is a little older. Um, the offense was very, very college gimmicky, so w- that he would have to transition a lot there. But, I mean, as far as upside goes, I mean – I mean, this guy's probably at the top of the list.
1: Sounds like a raider to me, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> very, very, very possible.
1: Yep. You know? um, athletic. He—he's that guy that I'm. I got to figure out where he's gonna fall as far as like a nice stash, because he's not gonna be a guy. All my picks. I I won't have any of him unless I get lucky. My picks are either early or late, and I think he's going to fall right in the middle somewhere because he's a guy that you got to have patience with. Because yeah, it'll be like with um, this year we're going to we'll probably re rena- say the name John Mechie, who looked like he was going in. He came out, he was healthy, and then he had the leukemia, and supposedly he's getting healthy and getting back in here hopefully as we go on. But I think that's where he's going to fall. Those guys that take off, or maybe Justin Ross. Probably not. Justin Ross probably not. I'm hoping he's just heart of hope but I don't think so but I think he's a guy that you could take him third one your taxi squad see for a year see if he develops into a quarterback but he looks like he has the intangibles I saw in high school he threw for 6000 yards and ran for 3000 it's great yeah, I mean
0: he, yeah he can run the ball too I, but yeah. like I said this, this ACL is probably going to hurt this a little bit like the last two years he had 60 touchdowns and five interceptions um so but he has thrown to wide open receivers so I'm not saying he can not make the tight throw but a lot I mean he it's a wide, wide open offense. Um, The the next guy, I mean, I kind of like, I'm kind of starting to like this guy a lot. I didn't learn the first time that I went this route. So I'm a sucker for, you know, punishment. I'm going to go at it again. That's that's Tanner McKee. He's um, a big boy. Out of Stanford, 6'6", 230, one of the bigger quarterbacks in the draft. I love a big quarterback. Um, This past year, 3,000 yards, Thirteen touchdowns, zero interceptions. So there's that. You know, he's your traditional pro-style quarterback. Not going to run the ball, but I, th- I think he can sling it a little bit. And you know, I didn't, I didn't have success the first go around. But you know, I think I might try it one more time. I think Tanner McKee might be on my, uh, on my high on my on my draft list.
1: It does help that he doesn't have what everybody thinks is knees that are falling apart and they don't <laughs> think that he that he's not injured. <laughs> that helps as far as when you're going in, when you're the, when you're the size of a house and, um, but yeah, big boy quarterbacks in a passing league, especially, I mean, we're seeing what we're seeing with, with my number one guy. So you're talking about Tua who's getting knocked out. Bryce Young, your, con- your concerns with Bryce Young are about size. So you a going 6'6", 230 guy take the hits on a weaker team. Might be better. it might survive him longer, you know. But yeah, I mean, the size is always good in professional athletics. <laughs> it always seems to be a win.
0: Yeah. So keep keep your eye out for him. So switch it over to running backs here. Like, bring up your guy first that you was excited about. That's um Devin Chain, twenty one years old, uh, out of Texas A and M, running back.
1: Um, say the number. Say the number.
0: He's five nine, one eighty five. So he is he is a little smaller. Um. Th- what? So, but the th- guy, but the thing with this is that he's got a, like elite track star speed. You mean like he's possibly one of the fastest guys in the, you know, in the draft. Last two, you know, last two seasons, two thousand yards, seventeen touch or this past season, and he can also or two seasons combined, sixty catches for four hundred fifty yards. So I mean, I think he's like your traditional like third down scat back type. I mean, like say he's a little can not be sticking in between the tackles, but if he's if you can get the ball in his hands, he can make plays. What can he take the punishment?
1: Yeah, uh, the, I'll be curious on this forty time right now. He's listed at four two four. Yeah, and that's crazy. I'll be curious. How big was um Chris Johnson?
0: Oh, I'm not sure.
1: I'll look him up while we're doing. But that that's like that's how Chris Johnson got his claim to fame coming out was um super fast. Was he was super fast? And you just watched that guy run, it, but he wasn't super big. Um, that it was. I mean, Chris Johnson was five eleven, buck ninety five. So. Two inches and a couple okay. pounds, ten pounds. So if he, I mean that's NFL pounds right there. So he can put that on a weight room in no time with that. So I mean, could be a, a similar comp if he. I mean, Chris Johnson by the time he put on those ten pounds was taking stuff between the tackles. Um, and he doesn't need the height's not as big of a thing as the um, the muscle and the size for a running back. He's not a quarterback who needs to be able to see there. But with that speed, great googly moogly, some team could get just a weapon. That's yeah, absolutely. Like. You've seen but a four two four weapon. <laughs>
0: You still like your running backs to be around like that 5'11", you know, six-foot range to be, you know, just – like I said, I'm just a sucker for bigger guys. You're a Us
1: us, us short people, will take our MJDs all day.
0: (laughs) All right, so the next two guys um, are more of like your first or second down back type. Uh, The first one, Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. Didn't have great stats. He transferred to Ole Miss for the last season. Didn't get 1,000 yards. But, I mean, he's got good speed. He's more. He's an inside runner. So, you know, the first and second down back roll fits him really well. Uh, the question marks is blocking and receiving. So, you know, that's gonna hurt, you know, obviously his third down capabilities, if that's your weak point. But like you said, he can get to the outside. Uh, definitely a committee back type. But I mean, get with the chance, I mean, it's, I guess it's possible with like what's said with any of these guys. But it's just a name to keep up, look out for.
1: You know what name the hits second... there with me, real quick before you go? Yeah, good Ramondre. Big boy yeah. doesn't have – like, Armandri had, I think, yet less usage in college. But it seems like if you look at the style, just, just off yeah. the top is a quick thing. It's a similar kind of thing. He's not going to yeah, be so,
0: but. Yeah, both of these guys are, are going to be like that. Like, the next guy is Dwayne McBride, 20, 20, um, 21 years old. He's got your ideal size, you know, 5'11", 215, kind of where you want to be, maybe 220. Um, last two years, 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. Doesn't have great speed. But he's he's a big dude. He can block. Really can't catch. Like uh, again, more your first first to second down type type running back, Bruiser, right up the middle. Jordan. But I mean, he can't make big plays. He's just not going to break away the eighty yarder.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Those good old Bruisers. And the question is, if we're talking fantasy, who would you rather have on your team? One of those two Bruisers or a Scat back? Knowing that most of us play PPR half point would depend where would you like on a ppr versus half point and so forth
0: um I, I I mean, locations tough. everything but yeah i mean you think the bruiser is going to get the touchdowns um you know the third down back is going to get possibly the catches just depends on what you value a little more but i mean look at the look at the way that Ramondre was used i mean mm-hmm. that's kind of ideally kind of the way at the route i would take so i'd probably go with you know mcbride and Evans over, you know, eighteen or next guy that got here, Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. He had, you know, pretty successful two years: twenty five hundred yards, twenty three touchdowns. He can catch the ball. Fifty six catches for five hundred yards over the last two years. Speed is questionable. I mean, that's tough for a third down back. You might want him to be a little faster. But he's, you know, he's a good blocker, good receiver. Might not. This type of guy doesn't have all the tools. Um. Everybody can't have all the tools, but he, there's a possibility he could be productive.
1: Yeah, that's uh, my my new one of my new strategies in rookie drafts for dynasty is draft running backs, and then after that, draft a running back, and shortly after yeah. that, draft another running back. Because I mean, look at what happened last year. And I haven't I haven't listened to myself. I mean, last year you would have you'd be stuck with Zamir White right now, which could be nothing. You'd be stuck. You know, with some of those late guys, like somebody, somebody got um, Batty from the Ravens, already, yeah. who's now a Cardinal. Uh,
0: I'm not sure; I can't remember where it was.
1: Um, he was. But he he signed somewhere else towards the end of the year. But Tyler Bat, Denver Broncos. Um, but those guys go late. But if you draft him for every one of those, you're going to be pulling out a Isaiah Pacheco in the fourth. And yeah, rookie traps I mean, aren't worth.
0: Yeah, I mean these. I mean you're just going to have to take dart throws on all these guys. I mean like at, at running backs is that one position where you're going to be able to get a guy in the third round that definitely can produce. Yeah. So I mean, it's, taking as many running backs as possible if you're allowed. I mean that's a a, a good um a good route to take because I mean they're going to get injured. There's a very good chance they get their get their opportunity.
1: Switching
0: yeah. over to wide switching over to wide receiver. The first guy I want to bring up is this is the second tanker. <clears throat> the second tank of the draft, that's tanked down. Um, so he, he is a senior, 23 years old, so a little older, 5'10", 163, kind of smaller, um, went to the University of Houston. We all know University of Houston has a wide-open a wide open offense. They always throw for a lot of yards. Last two years, I mean, productive, 200 catches, 2,700 yards, 30 touchdowns. So he's got a lot of yards. He's a good route runner, really fast. I'm uh, like I said he's small, um, gimmicky offense. These guys don't necessarily translate all the time, but you know who knows.
1: And he's got really cool hair. <laughs> he's got <laughs> the coolest hair in the world. Uh, yeah, he he seems like your your smaller um, Wes Welker. Yeah, like Speed James, like well,
0: James well, Williams was kind of smaller.
1: Yeah. Like, he's got that, like, ty- wow, 163 pounds. Yes, sir. <laughs> I missed you when he said that. I was looking at some other things while he said that. I was like, good guy. Him and Devonte Smith t- together, they're a lineman. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty, pretty, pretty Not even. They're hey, a small lineman.
0: Yeah, so the, the next guy, same thing. 5'10", 175. Another smaller guy. Josh Downs out of North Carolina. 21 years old. Again, last two years, 195 yards, 2,400, 195 catches. Get to- it. Um And then 19 touchdowns, this guy got elite speed as well, you know, right down all the way down the field. So deep target. But again, he's smaller, like Deshaun Jackson type Um, turns into Deshaun Jackson, you know, fantastic. I mean, he was very productive for fantasy. I mean, gets, you know, touchdowns. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's the kind of receivers you want.
1: Yeah, this guy looks like he wants to be a slot receiver. He's got a quote here. I'd say the one thing you need to be is fearless in the slot. So that seems like to be his goal where he wants to be. But four three four speed, he's a Raider. Okay,
0: <laughs> all these guys are going to the Raiders.
1: Raiders um, are gonna draft everybody that's fast. That's all they do.
0: Last wide receiver I want to bring up. Um, this is more of a traditional outside receiver. That's Xavier Hutchinson out of Iowa State. Uh, six, four, two, six, three, 207. So a bigger guy, uh, more of a like a Mike Evans type. I would say that's the kind of receiver that comes to mind when you when you see when I see him like downfield weapon. So keep an eye out for him. Like he had bad quarterback play. So his stats aren't going to be fantastic. Um it's that's something that you kinda gotta look out in college.
1: He's still um, a blitz finalist. I mean solid receiver there and first team all american So yes,
0: yeah, so I mean like I think the talent is there. I think this guy might end up being on um quite a few of my teams. Like I said, I'm a sucker for the big guy. Big quarterbacks, big wide receivers. So that's what I like on my team.
1: And he could be a guy he'll probably be – I mean, if we are looking, he's on this side here. He's like the 11th ranked receiver. So put that behind all the quarterbacks, all the running backs. So you're looking probably a second, late second, early third, depending on where he lands.
0: If he doesn't have like a good – I mean, if he shows out at the combat, I feel like –
1: These things go down, yeah.
0: He he could go from like 11 – 11 to 4 in no time, you know, just, just by showing out into the combine. Switch, all right, switching over to my least favorite position, tight end. I got two tight ends. First one is probably, you know, probably the best tight end in the nation. That's Michael Meyer out of Notre Dame. 21 years old, 6'4", 265, so a big dude. This guy can block. Um, he's got hands. Not the fastest guy, but you don't need your tight end to be the fastest guy. Mm-hmm. He, but, I mean, if you can catch and you're a good blocker, that's going to put you on the field all the time. You know, a la George Kittle. We all know how much George Kittle loved to block, right? Oh, but so think, so they so think of him in that mold. Um, and, and if you know, t- um, tight in premium leagues, into the first, top of the second, depending on how he d- does in the combines. I mean, this guy's talked about as being a very high prospect. I mean, people are in love with this guy right now.
1: Yeah, he's, he's sneaking into the first here on this site. They have met the Giants. I've read because I get my Dolphins started, They're like, dude, if we could trade up to get him, that's an empty position because we're gonna let Gasicki walk because he can't block and he barely called anything last year. When he called it, it was pretty. But yeah, this kid, I- I've heard the name, so you know he's gonna he's got to be a decent player person. Yeah. Plus, plus, I also you know me, I love my tight ends.
0: You love your tight ends.
1: Love my tight ends. But yeah, he's, you can't you can't. Especially, I do a lot of tight end premiums, so he'll be on the radar.
0: Yeah, so no last, last, last guy here, um, Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, uh, twenty three years old. So he's a little older, six four, two forty. Um, uh, he's more of your receiving, um, option. Not much of a blocker. Basketball player. Uh, so you know he's got the speed, hands, runs runs good routes, but he's not going to be on the field to block. So that's kind of a, you know, a sacrifice that you got to get for him. Um, he's going to um, line up out wide and run down the field and make passes, which hey, in today's NFL, there's definitely definitely a spot for that. Um mm-hmm. but like I say he's not Michael Mayer. So I mean it's probably later in the second round, depend you know, depending on how the combine goes. But if you need tight ends, keep your keep your eye open on uh, Dalton Kincaid.
1: Yeah, well, I was trying like the comp sounds like Aaron Hernandez, but who's the new Aaron Hernandez? Because we need someone new. Aaron Hernandez is long gone and was a criminal <laughs> and dead. Yeah, I don't, but yeah, I like who's the, that's the comp that I see. Because Gronk came in as the pounder and then turned into that because Aaron Hernandez went to jail. But do, do you have <laughs> a guy serious. for next week? Are you gonna do the giant next week? Um,
0: um well, we'll see how the combat after the combat, I might we'll see how the combat goes.
1: Yeah, but keep an eye. Out. I saw this guy, Darnell Washington, two hundred and seventy pounds, 6'7". That guy could be a lineman, tight end. I don't think he's Gigant- going far. Jack
0: Gantor, Jack Gantor
1: two, right? Gigantor two, and because they didn't give Jelani Woods the name, so there's another <laughs> name I've heard. He might be make a step this year. So those are those as JJ Rang's rookie expertise this week. Keep an eye out on the combi- combine. We'll be talking about anybody that shines next week as we move on through the off and prepare for the next two months of. Well, we're about three weeks. What is it, three weeks away from free agency? So we'll get excited for some of that. Where are guys going to land? There's a ton of running backs, a couple of quarterbacks, and a, a, not a lot of fantasy thing really relevant. The running backs are more of the fantasy relevance. It's a lot of other positions. And it could be, hey, linemen coming out and some team signs three linemen. That could really change a quarterback. Oh, so
0: absolutely, absolutely,
1: man. What's your wisdom for the week, Mr. Wang?
0: So it's not necessarily wisdom. It's kind of a funny story that happened to me last week. Um, so uh, as everybody knows, I referee... Um, Rec league basketball, um parks direct, little kids. Uh had to had to kick my first parent out of the gym. That's awesome. It is awesome. Uh the reason <laughs> for this. So for three quarters I had to listen to this guy holler three seconds, nine hundred and forty seven times. Which is fine. I can deal with that. So but what really sent me over the top, he was like, guess the reason he can't make the calls is because his ponytail is too tight. I wanted to laugh. I really did. But I had to throw the guy out of the gym for that. It was the first time I had to do that. I felt, I didn't feel bad, but I mean, I felt bad for the kids that, you know, I had to do this. But I think all the parents were ecstatic when I did it. Everybody appreciated it because I'm pretty sure he was getting on everybody's nerves. So the moral of the story just leave the referees, leave the referees alone, man. We're just there to have fun, just like you are, right? So as always, trust yourself and trust the process.